Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 101 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new video game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. There are no big games out last week, but the games that are coming out this week include The Colonists, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Dull Grey, Skate City, Non Guns Doppelganger Edition, Hood Outlaws and Legends, Resident Evil Village, Following Lights, and Chroma Cordian. A bunch of new games are also coming to Xbox Game Pass this week. They include FIFA 21, Knockout City, which is now coming to EA Play, thus the Xbox Game Pass connection, and the Destroy All Humans remake. The new games with gold for May 2021 have also been announced, and they include the following games. Armello, available from May 1st to the 31st from Xbox One. Dungeons 3, available from May 16th to June 15th from Xbox One. Lego Batman from the 1st of May to May 15th from Xbox 360, and Tropico 4 available from May 16th to the 31st from Xbox 360. While it's privileged to complain about getting free games, I gotta say, month after month now, these games with gold do nothing for me. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Halo Infinite will have crossplay and cross progression with PC and consoles, PC features detailed. Chris Carter at Destructoid writes, I'm actually enjoying the relaxed and fireside manner in which Microsoft is giving us Halo Infinite updates. They took the memes to heart when it was shown off at that fateful afternoon, and the Halo Waypoint blog has been a font of information for the game. That goes double for the update this week as 343 is really going hard on the PC version of the game. 343 producer Jeff Guy calls this a native first class PC experience with options for 21.9 ultra wide views as well as 32.9 and 120 FOV slider, by default it's set to 78. Guy also muses, quote, there's also a ton of preventative problem solving, things like making sure our game plays nice with specific families of hardware or fighting hard to ensure we don't add intrusive DRM to our game. The problem with preventative problem solving though is you never see the crisis averted, end quote. Here's a quick rundown of Halo Infinite's PC features. Smooth mouse and keyboard play, duh. Ultra-wide, 21, 32, 9, and beyond, support that includes cutscenes and menus too. Refresh rate, triple keybind and display options. FPS and ping overlay options, as well as full HUD removal for screenshots. And crossplay across Steam, Xbox, and Game Pass on PC. Yep, that last bit. It's important to note that Halo Infinite will have crossplay and cross-progression between consoles and PC. It was kind of a given, but how projects have been dropping features left and right this past year, it was always possible that it might not happen. This confirmation seems final to me. Plus, here's another bonus as described by Jeff Guy. Quote, we actually allow you to host a local multiplayer server on your PC. Other players on your LAN, both PC and Xbox, are able to join your local server and play infinite multiplayer with you. We also have both ranked and unranked matchmaking playlists where PC and Xbox can play together online, end quote. Now, while I love all of the Halo Waypoint blogs each month, and they continue to show off and detail good news after good news, we need to see this game in action. It's almost concerning that they haven't showed us this yet, but they must wow us at E3. It absolutely has to happen. The game's coming out in November, and they need this game to be a 10 out of 10. Number 2. Hitman Dev reportedly working on Xbox Fantasy game featuring dragons. Joe Scrubbles at IGN writes, 
Hitman developer IO Interactive is reportedly working on a dragon-themed fantasy game potentially as an Xbox exclusive. First reported by Windows Central, the rumor suggests that IO is partnering with Xbox Game Studios on a brand new fantasy-themed game that involves dragons in some capacity. Subsequently, Eurogamer said its sources have corroborated that information, adding that the game will be AAA in scope. Both reports mention that the game is early in development and years away from release. IO's unannounced third project has been mentioned before, with CEO Hakan Abrik telling IGN, quote, I should mention we are working on something else as well, something completely new, a new IP, end quote. The company subsequently opened a new Barcelona studio in part to work on the unannounced game. It's weird that I'm getting scale-bound vibes from these rumors. The game that Platinum Games was developing exclusively for Xbox One, but then it was cancelled in 2017. I still have not gotten to the Hitman games, but I know how many people love them, so getting a good studio to work on an exclusive game does capture my interest. Let's hope this is all true, and maybe in a couple years we'll finally see the game. Number 3. Fall Guys Delayed Indefinitely for Xbox Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Developer Mediatonic has announced that Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout for Xbox consoles has been delayed indefinitely and will no longer launch this summer. The Fall Guys team explained that it's been working on bringing crossplay to the game and since Mediatonic was acquired by Epic Games, the studio now, quote, has access to a whole new host of tools to enhance the experience, end quote. Because of this, Mediatonic has realized that its previously announced summer 2021 release window is, quote, unfortunately just too soon, end quote, for the team to include all the new additions they're working on. Quote, while we want to launch on these platforms as quickly as possible, we believe the Switch and Xbox releases are really going to be worth waiting for, and we're super grateful for your patience, end quote, the post reads. Quote, this delay gives our team some time to add features like crossplay, so when we do add new platforms, players will be able to stumble in harmony with their pals, regardless of the platform of their choice, end quote. Unfortunately, Mediatonic has not announced a new release window for Fall Guys, but says it will share more at a later date. This was really disappointing news as I can't wait to get some of my buddies on Xbox to play and download this game. Fingers crossed it does come to Game Pass eventually. And I do kind of like that they are waiting for crossplay so that everyone can just play on the console of their choice and we can all play this amazing game together. Number 4. The Vault of Glass comes to Destiny 2 on May 22nd. Ryan Gilliam at Polygon writes, Destiny's original raid The Vault of Glass makes return engagement in Destiny 2 on May 22nd at 1pm Eastern. Bungie announced in its weekly blog. This is the first original Destiny raid to make it into the sequel as part of Bungie's new content Destiny Vault system. As assistant game director Joe Blackburn told Polygon earlier this year, Vault of Glass should still be what players remember, just spruced up for the modern age. Like all of Bungie's modern raids, the studio will put on a world first raid competition meant to celebrate players who can beat Vault of Glass on contest mode, a version of the raid that artificially lowers players' gear levels, making combat much harder. Players who beat Vault of Glass on contests, only available for the first 24 hours, will get a special bonus. But since players already know how Vault of Glass works, they'll need to beat the raid on contest mode and then on challenge mode, a new kind of raid difficulty. In challenge mode, Guardians will need to complete special challenges inside each raid encounter. If players fail a challenge condition, their team will instantly wipe and they'll need to start over. Teams who want the Tempo's Edge limited time triumph will need to master the Vault of Glass on its first day. I had to include this in here as Destiny 1 and some of the raids were some of my most fond memories in video game history. I loved running the Vault of Glass endlessly with my buddies back on the original Destiny, so I can't wait to give this a go in Destiny 2 this month. Number 5, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order getting free Xbox Series X and S upgrade this summer. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Following a mysterious rating, an Xbox Series X and S version of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has now been confirmed and will be free to all current owners of the game when it launches this summer. 
As announced over on the official Star Wars website, the Xbox Series X and S version of Fallen Order will include a number of technical improvements. Unfortunately, no other details on the improvements have been shared at this time, but the website says more information will be revealed soon. The good news here is that if you own Fallen Order, you're entitled to the free Xbox Series X and S upgrade when it launches this summer. So back earlier this year when they did a little optimization update for the game, and I got to play it in 60 frames per second, I absolutely loved it and it was so fluid. Now give me that 4K60 patch on the Series X version and I will certainly replay this game. And number 6, Resident Evil Village's multiplayer mode coming this summer. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, Catcom's latest attempt to transform Resident Evil into a multiplayer game, the free bonus mode for Resident Evil Village, known as Resident Evil Reverse, has been delayed. Originally expected to release alongside Village in May, Resident Evil Reverse is now slated to launch sometime this summer, according to the game's website. Resident Evil Reverse pits 4-6 players in a Resident Evil-inspired deathmatch, pitched as a celebration of the survival horror franchise's 25th anniversary. Reverse features Jill Valentine, Claire Redfield, Leon S. Kennedy, Nemesis, Hunk, Chris Redfield, Ada Wong, and Jack Baker as playable characters. The Resident Evil mashup comes with a cel-shaded comic book aesthetic that aims to unify the past and present of the series. Capcom has conducted multiple beta tests for Resident Evil Reverse, some of which have experienced technical issues that could have led to a delayed release for the mode. Now, I am one of the biggest Resident Evil fans out there. I love all the single-player games, but I do not know why they keep trying to force multiplayer into the series. It clearly hasn't worked before, and I don't see it working with Resident Evil Reverse either. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this time we're going to go a little businessy. Credit to Sean Carey at True Achievements. Microsoft gaming revenue up 50% thanks to Xbox Series X and S demand and Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft has published its third quarter results for its 2021 financial year, revealing that its gaming business's revenue grew 50% year-over-year to $3.53 billion. Xbox hardware revenue saw huge growth and was up 232% for the quarter, thanks to continued demand for the Xbox Series X and S. Microsoft also reported that its content and services revenue grew 34%, driven by strength from third-party titles, Xbox Game Pass subscription, and first-party titles. It's reassuring for the industry and us as Xbox fans to see Microsoft and Xbox doing so well. With all this financial success, they just need to nail the first party titles. We need to start putting out high quality content for us, the players. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I finally had some more time to game, which was a breath of fresh air. I jumped into MLB The Show even though I hate baseball, and it was just cool to see how good the game looks, and playing it on an Xbox game console, seeing the PlayStation Studios launch at the first title screen was mind-blowing. I jumped into Dirt 5, which was really cool playing around in the playground mode even though I never play racing games, and then I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, just grinding out some weapons. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.